we actually have quite a bit of stuff that's coming out pretty soon. Uh, a few things this week. So uh, the first one is 000, uh, from the creator of Gamora, which I still haven't gotten to. And I keep forgetting, every time I'm like, oh, I need to watch a new show, I forget about that one and I keep meaning to start it. Uh, but it's done very well and now they, it's originally through Sky, but I believe it's gonna be on Amazon in the US. Um, but it's mm-hmm. uh, a cocaine shipment makes its way to Europe, starting from the mo- moment a powerful cartel of Italian criminals decides to buy it, to its journeys through Mexico, uh, to its shipment across the Atlantic Ocean. Sounds kind of cool. Uh, interesting cast: Andrea Riseborough, Dane Dehan, um, and what's his name? Peter Gabriel Burns. Gabriel Burns. I always want to call him Peter Gabriel, and I know that's not right. <laughs> I don't know about his singing voice. But, yeah, uh, I'm sure, appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a, quite a bit of like really good Italian actors since it's coming from the guy that made Gamora. So uh, yeah, which is I, an Italian show. You hit the nail on the head. So I watched the pilot, um, and I can tell you so far, great. Yeah, it yeah, got it eight point like two on IMDb. Fun. So uh, that's pretty solid for a TV show. Yeah, apparently I don't know if this this leaked or it came out way earlier than I thought, uh, but you know. As usual, Amazon just started showing it uh, as a new series Friday uh, and, and advertising it. And I'm like, well, why are you advertising something that came out a month ago? And again, I don't know if it leaked online or what happened, but uh, yeah, I talked to other people like, oh, yeah, I saw that. What? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon, again, is just I don't know who's doing their marketing for There's their streaming, the but it is so bad. Um, but yeah, I'm intrigued by this. Uh, we saw the trailer not too long ago, and it looked good. I mean, yeah, you said you saw the pilot. That's and it's only it's an eight episode miniseries. Is that right? It is. Yes, it All is. Right. So yeah, that make, that makes it. I, I I like it when it's easy like that. Like I don't mind the eight episode. If they're an hour long uh, show, I don't mind the eight episode seasons because they've got a story. They tell a story. It's on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you, you're not you're not filling filling time to hit your 11 episodes and yeah. adding a storyline that nobody cares about yeah which is always and the that's case the worst. yeah it's always the case especially with those the 22 the 22 episode seasons I'm like ah, you're lying to yourself and to me that you're that you need that many if you need that many episodes to tell a story you're doing it wrong you're right and and just you know they are all out now all episodes okay interesting yeah all right cool uh, the next one that also comes out comes out March 26th, which I believe is Friday, is Invincible, and we kind of talked about this last time. Uh, the comic Yay. comic book movie that's on uh, uh, Amazon again, so you, no one probably knows about it. Uh, created by Robert Kirkman, who also did Walking Dead, but don't hold that against him. And <laughs> I don't. He did a great job. Yeah. Well, the comics. <laughs> I saw the comics. The comics were cool, and but yeah, the AMC just bled that. Well, the show was great. For a long time yeah the show was great everybody yeah. was like you were hooked everyone was hooked. true it was great for a long time and then it just went to crap because they demanded way too much and the quest for more money uh forced them to make spinoffs and all that junk and who cares uh, outcast by the way great 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 show that also got no publicity and therefore it stymied and fell but they made 20 episodes i'm telling you best thing best show of that kind i've ever seen Outcast. I've heard of people talking yes. about it. I was. I thought that. So there's there's one that's like a romantic. It's basically like a trash novel one. No, uh, is that not? What, oh, okay. Outcast with Patrick Fugit. What was the one where he was? He is good in it too. Okay, 
What's the one that everyone, I don't know, it's like a Highlander or I can't remember what it's called. But it's Out, Outlander. Outlander, yeah. That's, that's the one that's like up. trash. It's like those trashy novels, right? For women. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, that's the one I was thinking you were nope, talking about. This one has David Denman, who I love. Mm, yeah, uh, I do too. We all know is our, our favorite deaf football player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and Roy from The Office. Yeah, uh, Ren Schmidt, who is fantastic, and she's done like four other huge things since. She's in For All Mankind now, uh, stealing it. Uh, and then this this guy named Philip Bunister, who uh, I'd never heard of, and he was really good in it. He's he's like the priest, whereas Pratchett Fugit is a guy who had been possessed and tried to kill his family. Maybe did kill half his family. I forget. Um, and uh, and he's this reclusive now that everyone's like, who is this? Yeah, that guy's psycho. He lives in the town and and he's trying to get over trauma. And and basically in the meantime. Uh, demons if you will are slowly finding ways to uh, are slowly coming out of the woodwork taking trying to take over this town and, and and take over people and these other two guys are the only people that can uh what are they called uh, um get them out of their bodies you know what i'm talking about uh exorcisms yeah 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 they can perform exorcisms and get rid of them and it is the best scary crazy show and brent spiner plays this like the head of the demons so perfectly and with such perfect menace and awestruck's mentality to everybody else in the world. It's great. Damn. And uh, yeah, it was a really good show. Because I hate, you know me, I'm really hard on horror. I yeah. don't like much horror at all. This was a great series. And it's much, I think it's better than Walking Dead. And it crushed me that it just didn't do very well because they forgot to advertise it. Yeah. <laughs> they literally forgot to advertise it. Yeah, because I don't remember hearing about it. I think I remember you telling me about it. But yeah, I don't remember hearing about it. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll watch Invincible. That sounds like it'd be pretty good. Uh, and the cast is in, is insane. If you want to know, we yeah. went about it last time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm down for that. So yeah, I'll, I'm excited to try that. Uh, next one is, and we talked about this one before, but Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Uh, but it comes out this week, I think. Friday. It's, yeah, it comes out Friday. Uh, I'm intrigued by that as well. I think that could be good. If you have questions, if you're interested in that, we talked about it in a previous episode but uh definitely i think it'll be worth the time and i think it's something that like would be really good for families uh families or people just want the nostalgia of from before uh then there's uh violet so yeah you found this one i don't the cast is interesting only because i read some really great reviews i i, I didn't know what it was didn't i had never heard of it <laughs> uh, and then I just read these reviews. They're like best things coming out this year. And, you know, Justine Bateman, we all know Justine Bateman, mm -hmm. thanks to her famous brother and, and herself from Family Ties. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, she directed it. It's her directorial debut. And wrote it. Um, and wrote it, yeah. And it stars Olivia Munn, who I love and think is an underrated actress. Um, Luke Bracey, who I don't know as well. But Justin Thoreau just is the best. <laughs> he is the best and uh and it's going to be the three of them and olivia munn stars in it it just says a film uh development executive realizes that uh guy, that guiding voice inside her head has been lying to her about everything don't know much about it other than it got a 7.6 so far on imdb um it just came out so it's out right now uh to stream and the reviews that i saw on several several places uh, online where that it's absolutely fantastic and that it, it definitely would have won south by southwest wow okay 
Um, yeah, if they if they had been able to have. Them. The only <laughs> thing I know Luke Bracy from was that he played Johnny Utah in the uh, the Point Break remake, which was can't, wi- can't blame him for saying yes to that. But. Yeah, I mean, would <laughs> I would I would do I couldn't do it just because I would not. Uh, that's not fair to the fans that want to see Point Break. But yeah, and it was an interesting way to do it. I didn't I didn't hate it, but uh, yeah, this could be good. I'm gonna let you guinea pig it for me. But it's got yeah, a seven point yeah. six on IMDb with twenty five votes. So who knows? That's not many votes. Yeah, who knows? Uh, and I never heard of it. But it looks like it came out March eighteenth. Um, so yeah, you... I think it, yeah, it came out four days ago. And and yeah, anyway, people were saying it's great. But uh, we'll see. I'll let you know. All right. Yeah. Uh, the next one you found this one, and I was interested in this one as well because it was mm-hmm. just kind of a crazy story. But uh, the documentary uh, about We Work. Which was it, it? It was the oddest company in the world, and uh, it's about. I almost got an office there. Did you really? Yeah, I actually won three months for free at that office place in a, in a drawing at the opening of this huge uh, business park, and uh, yeah, I almost I almost went, but uh, I had taken a job where I had to travel a lot at that point, so I didn't I didn't mess with it. But uh, yeah, I almost joined it. <laughs> it was it was interesting. So it's about the 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 CEO that got carried Adam Newman and like it was always kind of rumored he, had, he was this uh, Masonic figure uh, and I, almost like a cult leader and it was just a really weird the company didn't make sense like everyone in the stock market was like we don't understand like the stock would, would kept going up like it doesn't make sense they don't really do anything and uh, and then it just it tanked like overnight like in about about in about a month's time, it just tanked. Uh, it's on Hulu, so ugh, I gotta watch Hulu. But uh, <laughs> you hate Hulu more than anyone else. Uh, uh, we worst. all know this on here by now. But, yeah, uh, but but it very much mimics Fire, like Fire Festival, in a way that um, when you're saying like you don't really do anything. Well, I mean. Yeah, you rent office space, right? Okay, I can get that concept. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll give out desks. It allows people who work from home to still be in a, in an area where you know you're. For people who don't know, we work. You know, you can go work out of their offices, and and you can either get a a, a closed in office uh, with the door that locks, or you can just rent a, a desk out in the pool. And when you get there with your laptop, you plug in. You have high speed internet. You have a secretary that everybody uses together, mm-hmm. and you have a conference room that if you ever need to bring people in, you can bring them in, and you have a place to to host them. Um, so it's a cool theory. Yeah. Um, and they've got little, you know, cafe with coffee, so you have somebody you can. Yeah, it's not so a you're bad not lonely idea. working from home. But what didn't make sense is they would, um, and they talk about it in this that there's like a, a bro mentality. Didn't I didn't know that part of it, but yeah. Uh, they say that uh, I did hear that you know booze is free, and I'm like what booze. <laughs> they're like, yeah, you ever want to have some beers or whatever? Like when they're talking to me, they're like, you come up here. We got we got a room and at four o'clock, the, you know, the booze opens up and everybody can drink. We have happy hours there and, and all this stuff. And it's all free and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, and how much is it a desk that I'm running? And it's like, oh, it's like 200 bucks a month. And I'm like, huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I mean, some people could spend, spend $200 a month at happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense for them to rent an office and never use it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a bunch of your friends, who knows? And then y'all could use the uh, the uh, office uh, room. They have a big TV screen in there. Like, you could literally just get a bunch of friends and do that. And it's free yeah. for a month. But but uh, I'm like, wow, 200 bucks. that doesn't seem like a lot. 
for what's being offered here because high speed internet costs money you know uh, uh, server access if they have enough people you know to, to get on there it's going to cost money there's going to be anyway the, the beer alone the coffee they had snacks they had food brought in once a week that from uh, from bigger restaurants uh, that was another one Fridays they had uh, uh, lunch for everybody in the office from places Dude, that's like that's that's easily 30 bucks a person right there times four Fridays some months have five Fridays yeah. that's 150 bucks out of the 200 I'm giving you <laughs> so, yeah, it seems unnecessary. Yeah, like that's not like I I can bring my lunch or or go get lunch <laughs> nearby or, or whatever like everybody else. Like, yeah. So it was, you know, like you said, they were the the more they would open up these WeWorks around the country, they would sell out like that because of course everybody wants it, and so that makes the stock value rise as as the as the um, you know, like we can't we literally can't open these fast enough. Well, and there, and the question was always, yeah, but when are you going to be profitable? And he's, he make a comment even in the trailer where he's like, we can, pro- profitability is, uh, you can decide when you want to be profitable, and like everyone's like, what? That's not a thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, a very confounding thing. I had not heard quite as much as you about it, um, other than I knew what WeWork was and that it did seem like too good to be true. But I, I never realized that the stock did what it did and how high it was. And he was this, you know, this this like Masonic figure, as you said. So, yeah, yeah I'm very interested to see what happened because they still have shared office spaces at different places, but they cost more. Yeah. You know, I went to the one down the road. You don't get alcohol. You don't get lunch. You do get coffee. Uh, and it's a nice place, but it's like 400 bucks a month. Which is still not bad things. for for rent. Yeah, it's still yeah. not bad. Yeah. It's you don't get it. That's not it with an office that locks. Yeah. Using a communal big desk in a in a pit, if you will, but uh, still. Yeah. No, uh, I'm yeah. interested to watch that. Uh, uh, I'll brave Hulu's uh, watching yeah. it on Hulu to to do it. But yeah, I am interested. <laughs> How in that. nice of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the next, so the next one, luckily it's on HBO Max, so we don't have to deal with all of that that ridiculousness of Hulu. But it's Godzilla versus <laughs> Kong. Uh, that comes out March 31st, which I think is like a Tuesday, isn't it? Or is it? I think it's like Monday it's very or soon. Tuesday. It's in yeah. two weeks. It's in two weeks. Might be on. Uh, I don't. Even, that's. I don't think it's in two weeks. I have to look and see. But uh, March thirty first is on Wednesday. It's next Wednesday. Well, I will be up at midnight on Tuesday. That's a we- <laughs> yeah. What a weird time to drop it. But okay. Um, stop me. I still have to watch the second Godzilla movie. I never did watch that. I was looking forward to it, and I just never got around to watching it. I think it was during, I think, pandemic-y. <laughs> I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous that you get to watch it anew. Yeah, uh, really? It was so stupid and so much fun. <laughs> uh, it really jumped the shark to some degree uh, on some parts of it, and then the other parts of it was just bigger and more awesome. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i truly jealous you get to watch it again new because my son and I had the best time watching that in the theater when it first came out um, because it's truly Godzilla versus all these monsters, not one. You know what I mean? And they don't need two hours to lead up to the big fight like they did in the first Godzilla. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's all out nuts and a lot of fun and stupid mythology. <laughs> the humans created stupid technology to keep up with them. <laughs> that would never happen. But so what? It's, who cares? It's yeah, fun. I enjoyed the first Godzilla movie. I thought it was really good. It was like two and a half hours long, and I thought it was – I enjoyed it. So it's Elizabeth Olsen. She's magic touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But and, the uh, cast for this is insane. Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Byron, Brian Tyree Henry, 
Isaac Gonzalez, uh, Lance Reddick, Kyle Chandler, Damian Bashir, uh, Chris Chalk, who's super up and comer. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. So all right, uh, Eric. Well, then I got to watch that, and then I'm going to be out of town next week, so I'm going to have a lot of stuff to just. Oh, that's going to be so nice. I get back on Saturday, I'm just going to plop myself down in front of the TV and just gorge. <laughs> Good for you. Um, so I found this thing, and if you're like, Dan, yeah, this too. looks terrible. Um, I, yeah, I had already seen the trailer. You're probably right. Oh, I haven't seen the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer for it. Um, it's... Uh, so I'll, I'll read you the IMDb information. So set in Victorian London, the series follows a gang of troubled street teens who are manipulated into solving crimes for the sinister Dr. Watson and his mysterious business partner, the elusive Sherlock Holmes. Which sounds kind of... That sounds kind of interesting. Um, I don't know any of the cast, uh, except for Clark Peters, Smooth, uh, Lester Freeman. But that's... I think that's the only person whose name I recognize. But it's an interesting thing now it could be w it could go wb hard pretty quickly um it looks like it comes out friday on netflix I yeah think, i think you should guinea pig this one for me you you think i should watch it and let you know how it is yeah i think so <laughs> so uh so royce pearson i've seen in a few things before um he's in the witcher uh he's in uh, uh wanderlust i never saw was it hitman 2 maybe i saw that i don't know but i've seen him in a few things here and there and uh and he's good he's he's, he's good and so uh, uh he plays dr watson um but yeah i saw the trailer and you know in the in the sherlock holmes watson books he always did have a little network of people on the street that would feed him information and he would use that information to make his deductions and all that um and in this one it looks like it looks like they run them out of fear because they know that's how best these people respond like not because they're truly sinister because but because that uh sherlock is uh, a sociopath <laughs> and he knows that all these people will respond to that better than any other way that they would run them and so these people yes out of fear of watson are his his ear, eyes and ears on the street and i don't know how far they're going to go with that no idea um but it, it is, you know, like you said, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you let me know how it turns out. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't playing that on it, but uh, maybe, maybe. If you're watching The Crown, I can handle this one. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, that, I, unless you got anything else to add, that wraps it up. Um, there's some there's some good stuff to look forward to, but it's nothing. It, it, there's not a ton, but it's, it's all stuff I'm really excited about. So, And then two things you're going to guinea pig for me. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully <clears throat> this is like Umbrella Academy where we weren't expecting anything, but we, we get some series that we can't wait to have sequels for, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe. You never know. They come out of the weirdest places. So I'll give it a shot. Um, and then and then the other thing I was going to ask you, though, uh, isn't uh, don't we have our Joss Whedon HBO show? Isn't that supposed to be starting like this week? Well, Joss Whedon HBO show. Which one is that? Is it called The Nevers, I think? Something I don't know. Those lines. Uh, they might never show that because uh, all the stuff no, with Joss Whedon. But uh, 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 no, it's in two weeks. Sorry, yeah. it's in two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So that was a big budget thing that Joss Whedon had done with HBO, and uh, uh, I, it looks okay. It doesn't look amazing, but then again, none of his shows ever did. Uh, but they they 
had a good enough job writing a, a, it was character development he had great characters that he wrote mm-hmm. I mean if you look at Firefly it didn't look good no unless, you know unless you already liked those actors and, yeah. and had an idea of what he was going to bring Dollhouse looked stupid as oh get out and, uh, Buffy still looks stupid yeah but yeah the, but the writing was quality exactly so maybe this ends up being good we'll see fair enough alright that wraps up uh, for today and then we'll come back on Friday with the news all right, can't wait. Welcome, and it is March twenty second, twenty twenty one, and uh, this will be the last week that we do recordings for March because I'm out of town next week. Uh, so we're going to try and get in as much as we can. The first thing on the list is the much anticipated Snyder Cut came out last Thursday. Um, it's long. Uh, it's was it four hours and yeah, four hours and five minutes. Or something yeah, like something like that. I don't yeah, know if I can find the runtime, but yeah, it's uh, four hours and two minutes, and it is. I mean, you f- it, it's you know you can feel that it's long. Like I had, I, it took me two sittings to, to to knock it out. Actually, a little bit more than two, um, but I got it done in about a day and worth it. Um, it was really 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 good so i think because the first one the bar that was so bad that it helped this was a good movie on its own but i think that the first one was so bad that made this one a it did help make this one better but there were so many things that were better the steppenwolf the way the cgi like his his armor alone was so cool it was such a cool idea you and i were talking about this before uh last week that when he gets shot full of the arrows and he just kind of does that move and it just kind of breaks him, shakes them all off and just keeps on going with his day. It, uh, it looks like a living armor. Mm-hmm. And, and not only is it a living armor, it's an evil living armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would not have thought of that. You know, that's uh, that's that's pretty pretty crazy. Uh, but overall, I mean, the, um, yeah, it was... You knew it was stylistically going to be amazing. Yeah. And to be honest, you saw most of it already uh, to some small degree. I mean, you did, there are new, whole new characters you didn't get to see before. Um, the CGI like was much better in this one. It, yeah, maybe. But, I mean, a lot of the scenes... Not a lot. That's not true. Some of the scenes were directly from the other movie. So, yeah, I mean, true. Uh, to some degree, like, a lot of it, you, you'd already seen it. Because he designed it the first time, too. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, yeah, the extra hour and a half gave so much more story arc to each character. That I mean, I mean, Cyborg didn't even have a character. Yeah. In the original movie, I mean, he was ten. There's no way he was ten full minutes of screen time in the first one. Yeah. I mean, you know, and uh, he was somewhat the main character in this one. Yeah, he was. You could argue a main character, the main character, almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. It was very interesting, and he's a compelling character too. Yeah, and I like fact, the actor. I kind of wish we still got a little more. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, I would go see a cyborg. Like after the first Justice movie, I had I would I could care less about cyborg. Now I would I would be fine with this a standalone. I would go see that, and I liked the actor Ray Fisher. I yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, I didn't really like after the first one, and I really hadn't seen him in anything before this. But he was he was really good in it, and like I want to see him in more things. And supposedly he was really pissed when the first cut came out because it cut a lot of his stuff out and now you're like oh yeah i get i get why because he was like he he was the driving force behind that movie um and a lot of things i remember thinking like i remember watching a lot of scenes that were taken from the first one and thinking oh that's why like because the first one 
the pacing was so fast. Like, they didn't really explain anything. They didn't go into why people, why the characters were driven by certain things. And I remember being confused about a lot of stuff. And in this one, I'm like, oh, that's why they did that. Like, there was just, they just explained the characters' wants and needs so much more in this one. Absolutely. And, and I mean, it, it's the same argument as the, uh, you know, should it be a series or should it be a movie? Mm-hmm. You know, there were so many characters that had so much to set up. I mean, and, and that was the inherent flaw in trying to introduce all these characters in one movie uh, versus the Avengers method of introducing all the characters first mm-hmm. and then having the team up movie where there were still a few introduced. But uh, this, this, I mean, you'd seen what? You'd seen Batman, Superman, and a little bit of Wonder Woman before, because didn't Justice League come out before the Wonder Woman standalone? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, Batman, yeah, it came out, yeah, and they just kind of Wonder Woman just kind of showed up, but then you got the first Wonder Woman movie, and then I think mm-hmm. you got uh, the Justice League theatrical release. Yeah, so 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 basically, they're introducing everyone but Superman and Batman, <laughs> and, one, I mean. and Wonder Woman. She got her standalone before that. Oh, it was before the first. I Justice thought so. Sure? Let me let me. I'll okay. just dig it in. Maybe, maybe oh but. yeah, you're right. BVS then her then Justice. Yeah. League. Yeah. No, that's that's correct. That's correct. So, um, anyway, uh, it was just still a whole lot of characters to try to introduce and shove into one spot, you know. And I believe uh, Aquaman. They, it was almost like there were some kind of pains in the scenes with Aquaman to include him, but not jack up the story of his movie. Because mm-hmm. um, you notice, like, in his movie, there's like a throwaway line where he sees uh, Mira for the first time. She comes up on shore and asks for his help and, and saves his dad. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, from the tidal wave or whatever that hits him. And he says, uh, I've seen you before. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you watch watching Aquaman, you're like, you have? <laughs> and, and now in this one, you see, oh, yeah, he has. Yeah. But at the same time, he more than saw her yeah i mean you should have been like hey mira what's up yeah (laughs) so it was this weird like back and forth and like uh defoe's character had to be like hey are you ready to come to the city yet he's like nah not yet yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i mean but uh or or, hey mira what's with your accent (laughs) yeah yeah which which was a terrible british one in this one but uh, and i guess they nixed that and said no no you're not that good of an actress you should probably just <laughs> yeah, you know what though? I, I'll say one thing. I, she seems like a terrible person, but I think she's actually a really good actor. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. She's taken some bad parts. Yeah. But on one on some movies like The Imposters, like she's she's done a really good job. But uh, but anywho, yeah, it's uh, it was yeah as a as a long form movie, this worked way better than Justice League did, and you cared so much more about all the characters, including mm. including the Flash. He had a little yeah. bit more. Uh, pieces than he had originally and, and kind of set up what you believe the movie will be or would have been of because it was going to be Flash and Cyborg almost like a Thor Hulk team up movie yeah. um, and now of course you know with all the Ray Fisher drama that happened due to Joss Whedon apparently being just a total jerk yeah. uh, to him and then cutting out all of the scenes for the movie oh, I didn't much. hear well, uh, how was he a jerk to Ray Fisher specifically I didn't hear that uh, apparently he was you know Ray Fisher filed a lawsuit i mean he, he he left he refused to do anything for justice league or warner brothers anymore he told brother brothers warner brothers i'll never work in another warner brother movie again uh and as an up-and-coming big actor yeah 
That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just cut out a third of his ability to make money, and and really, all of it, because no other studio wants to touch a guy that spoke out so hard against uh, the yeah. studio. Um, and and so yeah, apparently Whedon was uh, very racist to him and uh, and abusive, and abusive to him uh, on set. And the second Snyder left, he said it just became a downhill spiral of, of awfulness. Yeah. And, and and what he really couldn't stand is that the producers and people above him did nothing to stop it. Yeah. Um, and so he came out, and then Momoa and Gal Gadot both came out supporting Ray Fisher, saying, yeah, it was bullshit. Uh, he was treated like total shit. <clears throat> so, you know, yeah. So there's, a, there's all kinds of Ray Fisher drama. Look it up on the Internet. Okay. Uh, it's been a really, really, really big deal. And um, I heard and I, I had heard like the how, you know, the Whedon about him getting handsy with the ladies and all that. And I know like Godot and uh, Cavill and Affleck all said, you know, release the Snyder Cut. They were wanting the Snyder They all were saying how much better it was. But I did not know about the racist part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was. De- yeah, he was. Well, and that's the thing. So, like, was he handsy? Because everything I've read. I think I think people assume the handsiness, but it says abusive. Mm, not like okay. not necessarily sexual abusive, but like screaming at them, demanding ridiculous things from them, you know, from from an acting and a never sleeping and a and a you know, never complaining and never questioning me standpoint. Uh, they keep saying like he was just utterly abusive in nature to them to everybody there. The only thing that sounds slightly handsy is uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Uh, yeah. Apparently, her her parents and her all had to put something into a clause saying like he was never allowed in a room with her uh, alone. Uh, so that Ugh. that sounds it. That sounds worrisome. Yeah. Um, but that could maybe be because he was so abusive already um, to so many people. They're like, don't you let that man near my daughter. Yeah. Um, Still, if there's any reason that you can't be left alone with another human being, that's not great. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're right. You're right. So he's obviously awful. Um, but apparently it continued on the set. And I, and I can imagine that however, you know, high strung and everything he already was as a human and a director and, and everything he does, it had to be amplified that he came on to Justice League with a half or, or mostly shot movie mm-hmm. and then had to change it, which he apparently thought sucked <laughs> and had to change it to something that he was proud of coming out. Um, and, 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 being backed up by everyone believing you're the Whedon. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look yeah, he he'd done it with Avengers. Yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. You know, and, and uh, so anyway. Well, to get back uh, to the I, movie, I, that, like, so, and to kind of, and to compare the two, I understand how, look, you can't bring out a four-hour movie to the theater. You just can't. Snyder could do that because it was coming to, they were going to stream it. So HBO Max is like, okay. Right. But there's no, no studio's going to let you come out with a four-hour movie. I get that. And I, I understand why. I wouldn't have seen this at a movie theater. I, I had to stop it a few times. Four hours? I just don't know if I could have done it at a theater. Um, no, and, and, and I, if I were Whedon, now, now, minus the abuse things, you mm-hmm. know, if, if, if it weren't for that, Whedon's argument could obviously be, yeah, Okay, but let Snyder cut it down to two and a half hours, and then let's see his movie compared to mine. Yeah, like yeah, of course his four-hour movie was better. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. I had to chop this this junk down to the point that it was two and a half hours. So you're right. You're right. It's not apples to apples. It's not a fair comparison. And a lot of that's um, on Warner Brothers, like we were saying earlier, where like how the Avengers slowly built up their characters with standalone movies, then brought them together. Where this was such a rush to bring Justice League together that they didn't want to put in the the work. In the foundation, which and Warner Brothers, all I mean, they have just wiped their ass with the DC universe. Like they have done a terrible job with it. Uh, 
this is one of the few that has been good. I'm trying to think of other ones. Batman vs Superman was okay. I liked Man of Steel. I thought it was good. It wasn't the best thing, but I thought it was it was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I think the casting, the casting has certainly been the crowning achievement in the Justice League because I the Justice League are a lot more people like the average fan knows who Batman and Superman and Aquaman and Wonder like the Flash they the, the average fan knows or the average person knows them a lot more than people like you and I who follow comic books and so you right. really have to knock that out of the park and I think they've there's not one person I think they poorly cast like they did an amazing job with the casting I think Affleck and if you want to argue you can but I think Affleck that is my. That's always been my vision of what Batman would be like in real life, like a live action, a guy that big, kind of pissed off, um, and kind of brutal. And so, yeah, um, and 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 in this movie, you could argue, it was the happiest he's ever been. Yeah, I mean, he he was, he you know, because BVS obviously, yeah, uh, wasn't wasn't so happy, and uh, and indirectly one of the parts of cause of death of Superman. Um, but uh, this one, and this one, of course, the whole time he's trying to make amends, and they dig way down more into that yeah. because, you know, trying to. I think they talk about him having faith, like six, seven more times in yeah. Superman to, uh, to to Alfred, where he's like, you know, I, you know, he's like, why do you have faith? He's like, or, or why are you, why do you think he'll show up? And he's like, because finally I'm listening to you and I have faith. Yeah. Uh, and somebody else, and which really continues with that Jesus arc of Superman. Oh my God! You know? Did they? Just blast you in the face with that. Like, there's already the the, the Jesus arc in the and like the Death of Superman comic book of you know well, the, the it, messianic figure. But then when they have him yeah. coming out into the air into the sun, doing uh, you know with his legs together and his arms out like a cross and coming towards the sun to get all the mm-hmm. energy, I was like, oh, okay, kind of beat me no, over they, the head with it there. But all right, no, yeah, but they do that, like like so. I'm going back with my son and letting him watch before he sees this. I'm letting him watch the other. DC stuff that started so we started with Superman you know the first Superman with Henry Cavill mm-hmm. and he's watching that and oh my god they beat you over the head with that and that one yeah I mean that's that's the one where they're really yeah true constantly talking about you are Earth's savior brought sent from another place these people are good and you were to you know yeah you were to do good by them and save them and I'll bring them into another era I mean yeah they beat you to and he does the the legs legs you know together and yeah, arms the apart thing, like four times yeah. in the movie <laughs> yeah. Especially when he was leaving space from blasting a hole in the ship and just like looks like he's falling down like a cross onto the planet. It's pretty yeah. crazy. So, yeah. But you know what? I'm fine with that. I mean, you yeah. might as well keep that glue. Yeah, right? I don't. The glue, it's already there. Um, yeah, and and overall, uh, I thought it was a really cool. Uh, I was thought it was a really cool story arc to be able to have an overpowered hero. They did a really good job of mm-hmm. keeping him grounded somewhat. And that's that's been a big pain point for you and I both about Superman is that like we don't care for characters that are like like it's the problem with Superman is like I can fly okay well there's a lot of people well and I'm really strong all right okay well I'm also really fast all right and I'm bulletproof all right and lasers come out of my eyes all right you're starting to and I I can breathe cold air all right god damn it that's yeah that's too much and that's that's one of the things that always drove me nuts like the the lasers out of their eye. I'll, 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 I mean, look, I'm already in a superhero movie. I'll suspend a little bit of belief. But the cold air blowing, I always thought that was the stupidest thing ever that Superman had that power. Like, that, <laughs> that made no sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the man's lungs just pump Freon. Like, I don't understand. That makes no sense to me. So, 
Yeah. Um, and they had that you in know, this. They did it once. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, I mean, it's you can't ignore it, I guess. But I think but, you can. Uh, I think you should. I thought you should. Yeah. Uh, no, I. Yeah, I thought they did a good job of. I mean, he's supposed to be overpowered, but they do a good job of keeping him out of commission when they needed to, mm-hmm. uh, to only come back later. Um, and and came, and he came back wrong at first. I mean, to to yeah. not know where he was, what he was. That that was a great scene. I did like where that. he's just demolishing the Justice League. Yeah, was about, and, and the scene, the part that was the creepiest in my opinion, and in a good way, like and fun to watch was as the flash is yes. zooming by him and his face turns and he can and his eyeballs flick first and he can turn and yeah. almost be as fast as him you're like Ooh, yeah there's literally no escaping him yeah <laughs> that's what i was thinking too i, I love that i knew you're gonna say that that yeah it was great it was so great and i didn't have a and then lois is i like how the lois is the key where it calms him down but i also um but like when when the flash does you know, tells Batman uh, that Lois is the key. And they, they kind of, I like how they alluded, so like fans might think, oh, that's what that meant, was for this, to calm him down and kind of like rein him in. But it's not. It's Lois is going to, like, well, I mean, what it inferred was that Lois is going to die once Darkseid gets yeah. there, and that's what's going to make him evil. And he's going to, because there was, because it's Flashpoint. Um, it's a little bit different. I think it's taking, it's a little bit different Flashpoint, because I think in the original Flashpoint, Lex Luthor takes over and is president, and Superman and it basically puts everything under an Orwellian kind of authoritarian state, and Superman keeps everyone in line because Lois had died and he doesn't know anyone else getting hurt. He kind of goes overboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's God that so that end scene, which is kind of where you're going with this. I, I think is mm-hmm. uh, the final scene where they're um, in the. Uh, the Do we call it alternate future? No, would you say the future? No, it is uh, the future. Yeah, the prologue. Yeah, the future, and and yeah, apocalypse has clearly taken over, begun taking over the world, and at least is uh, I don't know if he's finished at that point, but uh, yeah, you know they're they're horrified of being found by Superman. They felt very Homelander esque, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know be quiet, move quickly, you know stay underground, all those kinds of things. And now in this one, they get to show you got a glimpse of that with Batman in the future, right? And mm-hmm. uh, was that BVS? Um, I thought. Yeah, well, yeah. Was yeah. it BBS? It was BBS? I thought that was Justice League. You might be right. There no, BBS. no, because they didn't show that scene in this one where uh, where Flash comes back to him, and tells him, you know. No, they did show that scene because they show it in a dream. Didn't they? No, God, it's no, all no, no. To it's no positive, positive. It's okay, BBS. fair enough. Uh, and uh, and yeah, that leads to some of the like Batman wanting to stop Superman. Anyway, uh, but they show that the difference is they show, uh, Deathstroke. Uh, and the Joker are both there, and even has a scene where Batman talks about Harley dying in his arms. Yeah, which was cool. Which was cool, um, and explains that part of it why she won't be in future stuff. But anyway, uh, oh, and Joker awesome. saying you should have sent a, you shouldn't have sent a uh, boy wonder to do a man's job when he's saying yeah he's, to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got the the scene in BVS where you see that. Boy Wonder's dead, and it says mm-hmm. "ha ha ha" all over his body. Yeah. So, so yeah, and and man, 
What a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> just so many scenes. And man, Joker, God, that just looked like blood dripping from his mouth everywhere. Yeah. That was horrific. Yeah. It was hard to look at. It, it was, yeah, it, it felt a little bit over the top, but I was fine with it. You know, after the last one from like Suicide Squad, I, I was fine with this one. Um, Jared Leto, boy, that laugh. Jared Leto, was, as it being a very over the top character, I appreciate it. Like as soon as I realized, okay, this Joker is going to be over the top. I mean, and you could even argue that Heath Ledger's was, um, and I don't have yeah. a problem with that. I, I just I just accepted this one. I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens with it. But I liked it. The laugh was good. The voice was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh, I'm fine Aquaman with it. Aquaman was dead. Do what? Oh, that and Aquaman was dead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, that was I forgot about. Yeah, because Mira was with them uh, to be the, uh, the the water warrior, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Uh, yeah, and, and Flash is old, older because he has a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's how you know. Uh, who else? I there thought they could have done more with Flash's future suit. Like, it was cool, like, the helmets, but it felt like they just gave him a helmet and kind of forgot to work on the rest of the suit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ticky tack, yeah. but yeah. Uh, you also yeah. saw, and it was epilogue, sorry, not epilogue, not prologue. You also saw that uh, Deathstroke shows up on Lex Luthor's boat after he escapes Arkham, and, mm-hmm. uh, and he's paying him to kill Batman. Is that right? Yeah, so they they pulled that from the original. I read about this. So you know, originally you saw Deathstroke jump onto Les Luthor's boat uh, boat at the, after the first Justice League came out. That was in the epilogue, also I or, or I should say post credits. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says like he has a line saying, you know, it's time for us to create our own team, basically, and infers the Injustice League mm-hmm. or, or Legion Doom. Legion yeah, Doom, Legion Doom is going to be starting to get built. But that was because this was the original scene filmed where he says, I've got some information that will help you. And, you know, the Batman, his name is is uh, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And that was setting up the the original Batman that they were going to make. The standalone Batman. Like directing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, standalone with Batman and Deathstroke. And, uh, you know, that got mixed. So then they had to change that that ending you know uh understandably and, and snyder's like nah, i'm leaving it in mind because who cares this yeah. is this is a dead end yeah uh any, anyway um but man i want to see the follow-up i want a sequel i want the standalone batman with affleck directing i want the next chapter in the dark side saga um and i know we don't get another one but i want it i also don't think i don't think a lot of these people want to come back i think they've had i think everyone's had a bad experience working with warner brothers in general and mm-hmm. uh they might just kind of be done. Now we're still going to get a Flash I mean, standalone movie. And yeah, but they're all making sequels too, though. Like Aquaman Two is coming out, and, yeah. and Momo couldn't be more excited about it. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman's true. got a, a threequel coming out. Does she? She's oh, excited about God. it. Flash, yeah, that, by Patty Jenkins again. Unfortunately, God, she's the worst director. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I don't care. I'll say it. But uh, Flash has a sequel coming out, which they had to write Cyborg out of because Fisher won't act in it. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, they announced they are bringing Kirstie Clemens back, who's Iris, which is who they showed Flash saving in this one. Yeah. Uh, in the car wreck. Um, so yeah, so they're all got they've all got sequels coming, um, and they're all still working for WB. They just, you know, there ain't no way they're working with Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what though? And there's a ja- no there's a Justice say, League Part Two listed as announced with Zack Snyder writing and Gal Gadot and Joe Mangiello attached. What? Yeah, it's on IMDb. Gal Gadot, it shows he's going to be part of it. Well, I, I, I would not... 
Yeah, you're right. It is on there, but yeah. that looks like it's been listed here for a very long time. True. So I, I, I doubt there's, you know, they've already announced everything coming out, and this was not part of that list. But that said, as amazing as the reviews were on this, I would not be a bit one bit surprised if they decide to make the sequel after all, and uh, and finish off the storyline for the Zack Snyder group that brought this and made this become a reality, and not just a reality. But a massive success. So, uh, yeah, dude, I could, I could definitely see as long as they get Zack Snyder back, who I think would do it. Yeah. And, you know, they they ha- they've already mentioned like multiple times. Like, he said, "Look, guys, you're going to be disappointed. There's a cliffhanger." And he said, "This is going to be what we call a creative cul-de-sac, meaning, <laughs> uh, you know, it's not a dead end because there's still going to be individual character movies, but mm-hmm. we're done with Justice League." Yeah. Um. So. And, and I think they said Henry Cavill's not coming back to anything he, D- he, WB related. He would. He would love to. He said it very, he would, he'd been very yeah, vocal so. that he would love to be. He's like, I've still got the suit. Um, I don't know about yeah. Affleck if he would like to. I hope he does because he's my favorite Batman so far. Um, Absolutely. Gal Gadot is, is still in. Jason Momoa is still in. Ezra Miller is still in. Um, yeah, I, I hope they get Ray Fisher back somehow. That's too bad. Because uh, he was really good as Cyborg. He's a good actor. I liked him. See, the problem is where he came out the hardest was, and I don't remember it. This is going to sound so racist. But I think there was Takahashi. Who? <laughs> was the, the WB president. It was like Takahashi yeah. or something like that. Uh, Japanese. Um, but he was strongly a proponent of Joss Whedon and would not. And apparently Fisher made a lot of these issues known during the process of filming yeah and the wb president uh ceo whatever he is uh did nothing about it so he said as long as ray fisher says as long as that guy's in charge of wb i will not make another movie for wb so that that part worries me and makes me think there's no way they get him back yeah that 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 said he's not so great that they can't replace him. true i mean he was really good i enjoyed him but he's it's not like he's a huge name yeah it could be very much a terrence howard and and a Don Cheadle situation with yeah. War Machine or, or uh, Edward Norton to a Mark Ruffalo Hulk situation. Yeah. It's not like this hasn't been done. The one that does bother me, though, is they do need to get Ben Affleck back because yeah. he was the perfect fit, as you say. I totally agree with you. I think he's been the most ideal Batman I've ever seen so far. Yeah. Um, really like the looks of Robert Pattinson in the new one coming up. Yeah. But, uh, but he's young, and he, that, he, they can't just fit him in place like a no like a lego and especially with the work. timeline as you've seen like the boy wonder died and and that's mm-hmm. one of the boy one like this is uh, yeah. this is this is more of a uh the dark knight returns kind of exactly timeline so he needs to be older and i don't have a problem keep making the standalone batmans like because there's a lot of different ways you could do it i don't have a problem with it but this needs to be kind of this needs to be more yeah. solid. Now, the fact that and they're again, doing the Flashpoint timeline uh, storyline means it's a multiverse. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening with that. Yeah, no, no, you're right, and 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 I hope there are. You're right, you're right. It is a multiverse, and there are different things they can do. Um, and I, I also won't say Ben Affleck is impossible to replace either. They just need to, they need to find somebody. It would be hard, but they need to find somebody that can fit right in uh with his his style of batman if that makes sense they can't go with a different style it needs to be a, a jacked big yeah slightly graying <laughs> i hear army hammer's that, available 
Do what? I hear Army Hammer's available. Oh, is he? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, God, the, the things he... Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah, move on. I, uh, I do yeah. want to say one person who I've always been, always thought was super underrated um, that I thought did really well in, in this was uh, Connie Nielsen is in Hippolyta. I thought like and in the, the Wonder Woman and in anything, any of the stuff that she was in and not just this, but she does a really good job. Um, she was in Gladiator. She was in Soldier. She's been in a ton of stuff. The Devil's Advocate. She was, she's been around a while and I feel like no one really knows her name, but she just steadily does really good work yeah I, I hope they know her name i mean yeah she's been amazing she was there's a show called boss on stars where she was fantastic is that the one kelsey with Grammer's, yeah kelsey Grammer. yeah kelsey Grammer's wife yeah that was that was a great show about the corruption of chicago great show um but um and, and lots of great actors and performances in it but she was always great and i always remember her first from devil's advocate yeah like a lot of people um but she's been great in a lot of things that she's done, and, and yeah, I, I would love to see a Themyscira spinoff. Dude, yeah, uh, we were. That was one of the first things we said after we got done watching is that we texted each other like, I, I, just keep it on Themyscira. I feel like there's enough content there, and that's always the best parts of the Wonder Woman movies is on the island. Mm-hmm. No, abs- absolutely, uh, absolutely. So yeah, I would love, yeah, I would love to see that. I think that could be fantastic. Um, and uh, and there's a lot of a lot of things that lent themselves. To spin off. The only thing in this movie, I'll tell you right now, that I, I didn't care for too much, or just not not that I didn't like it, but I didn't need it, was the Martian Manhunter Agreed. being there. That felt, was felt tacked dumb. on. Also, calling himself the Martian Manhunter was kind of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that should be something that people call you later. Yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, give yourself a nickname, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't get your nickname, buddy. Do you hunt other Martians? Because you're a Martian. <laughs> yeah, or do you hunt? Or you man. say you're a Manhunter that happens to be Martian? Yeah. You should clarify. <laughs> and now you've got uh, someone who's more powerful than Superman that that already pissed me off. I know Martian Manhunter is part of the Justice League, but I'm like, ah, he doesn't feel like he needs to be a part of it. Also, that actor was supposed to originally be uh, Green Lantern, uh, one of the Green Lanterns, right. but uh, they ended up, you know, pulling it because they're not going to do Green Lantern, which whatever. I mean, they made a they made allusions to Green Lantern being in it, um, uh, you know, that like in the first battle they have, you know, a, a Green Lantern dies and then the ring takes off. Also, well, here's well, a, here's an issue I want to say that makes no sense. So there's three of those boxes. The Aqua people get one. They put it in this temple that's heavily guarded. They give one to the uh, Amazons that's, again, in a temple that can be secluded, heavily guarded, and then dumped into the ocean. And then they give it to humans who put it in a two-foot hole and just bury it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, humans didn't have a lot of technology back then, man. <laughs> there's more technology <laughs> than hole. Quit hating. We were, this was thousands of years ago, man. We were, we were glorified cavemen. Uh, we dug. They had armor. They up. had horses. They had swords. They Shh. they could do more than Dan. Hold. Dan. Dan. You bring realism into into DC universe, uh, <laughs> which also had Zeus fighting amongst us. That Zeus, dude. Zeus was whooping ass. He was whooping. He was whooping. And that that was okay. So that scene alone, and then there was a, a comment which I'll say in a second that. Uh, basically like set up like nine spinoffs if this had been freaking made and brought out originally dc would be rich right yeah. now but um so so yeah zeus and and hades pre becoming evil you know was, was in it fighting amongst the, the men and, and being great aries thank you sorry uh 
And then uh, there's a scene where there's cut from Justice League uh, where Wonder, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman walks over to Aquaman and says, you know, something along. Can you believe there's a Namazonian and a, and a Atlantean? Now you're working together. If you'd have told me we'd be working together, I'd have never believed you, you know. And he said he says something about uh, God. Yeah. After after the massive war between our people, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, ooh, they're setting up the the massive war between Amazonians and Atlanteans. Yay! Oh, that would be cool. Because there's, yeah, because there was a the animated Flashpoint movie, or there, I think there was like Flashpoint and then Flashpoint Paradox that may have been different. I forget, but uh, that greatly shows the the war between Atlanteans and Amazonians, and that's like one of the coolest coolest scenes in any, any of those movies. And it's it, it basically when Flash gets back in time. A third of the Earth is humans. A third is Atlanteans that have taken over massive amounts of the Earth, and they're ruling. And then the Amazonians are fighting back, and and just they're just slaughtering each other in massive scale, and it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, I would love to see that played out in the theater. Love to see that. That would yeah. be a blast. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's a few things. Also, uh, I mean, they kind of threw it in your face. You're like, okay, that's got to have something to do with it. But uh, when Lois Lane like reaches into her her uh, nightstand and pulls out. I don't. Know, I forgot what she pulled out. Uh, there's a pregnancy <laughs> test in there, like a big pregnancy test, and they kept showing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. You're right. I remember seeing that, and I, I'm glad you said that because I totally forgot about that. But yeah, that would have been. Were they setting up like a Superboy, or were they setting? I don't know enough about the comics to know yeah. <laughs> what was coming. But uh, that could have been an interesting setup because. You know, there's a there's a Superman show that's on right now called Superman and Lois. They just started, and I, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to watch it. But, it doesn't look uh, terrible, but I agree, I'm not going to watch it either. Yeah, but but I have to say, I've heard from uh, several people that it's actually one of the better things they've ever done. Um, it, like it's up there with the first season of of Arrow. They're like, this is it's really good so far, and what makes it interesting is that he's a parent. Um, and 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 what he how he handles his children and you know keeping them out of danger because of course once you become a parent that's all you care about now is you have a giant weakness right mm. and uh, uh, in any way they just say it's it's a really fascinating take on Superman that you haven't seen before and uh, and anyway so I'm I'm really interested in what they could have done with that on this level that could have been potentially really great did you see um, the tra- did you see the trailer for that though. Superman, Superman and Lois. Yeah, I did. It doesn't look bad. Like I'm like I'm not gonna watch it because I think it's on WB, right? Yeah. And I got burned before. Like like with Arrow, we we start that you're like oh this is actually pretty good, and then they're like ah and magic. I'm like okay I'm out. So uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I've been burned by like the WB just doesn't make goods. Titans kind of did the same thing, and so. Right, and and I want to let, let me throw one more thing out. Going back to what we we're talking about, because I'm about to, I don't want us to forget this. The actor that you said is Martian Manhunter. You know how they showed it setting up and everything. Mm-hmm. Not sure if you remember, but he's a big character in the first Superman movie. Um, so they set that up all the way back then. He was in Man of Steel Superman movie. Yeah, he's the basically the the general that's. Uh, I don't know if you remember Zod comes to Earth. No, I remember him that, being in it. Yeah, because that guy's he's he's a I can't remember his name now, but he's a he's a good actor, he's a good he's a character, actor. Yeah, a lot he's of stuff. Really good actor. But I, was that so, still yeah. Martian Manhunter? I thought Martian Manhunter just like took on because he can like look like other people. He can morph because 
when you need more powers than Superman and being ridiculous about it, why not have that be one of them? No, in, in the comics, he's always lived as uh, as somebody else. And in the Supergirl show, uh, which, believe it or not, was actually widely liked for a long time mm-hmm. until it kind of jumped the shark at some point, like all of them do, um, he was the same character. He was the Department of Defense guy that, you know, uh, he was the same character. And he ends up being the Martian Manhunter that's been hiding out forever. Okay. Um, so I felt like him being the Martian Manhunter made way more sense than him being Green Lantern to begin with. Yeah. Uh, because watching Superman, I'm like, if, well, if you're a Green Lantern, you sat on your butt. <laughs> well, but he might not have had the he might not have gotten the ring yet. That's true, I guess. But uh, they made it sound like um, they want they Snyder had wanted it all along to be that he was hiding in plain sight and so maybe you're right maybe he hadn't got it yet but either way i just thought manhunter it makes sense because like you mentioned more powered but in a lot of the shows lately manhunter is nowhere near as powered as superman he, in fact he's, he's he can do a lot of really cool things but he's also very vulnerable um so it, i don't know uh, we'll uh, that later. i don't know yeah i'm not but, really into that, but, yeah, but I, I just didn't need that in this movie as all as they're going with i you agree. didn't need that in this movie but everything uh, else, I mean, the so, way they set up Darkseid was fantastic. Yeah, I really want to see um, the sequel to this. What would you? Yeah. What score would you give Snyder Cut? Dude, honestly, I, I'm giving it an eight point five. Yeah. Happily. Yeah. Happily. I give it an eight point seven. Happily, I thought it was really good. There's a few pacing yeah. things I thought weren't necessary, and like whatever. There's a lot that you kind of had to throw against the wall. Like you're working kind of from the back, but yeah, it got an eight point four on IMDb. Um, I I enjoyed this. Like I'll probably I could probably watch this. Some of the fighting scenes were amazing, which you, you knew it would be because of Snyder. But I enjoyed it. It looked great. Loved it. Yeah, absolutely. I love to I'd love to see another one. Yeah, I'd love to see them make another one. Uh, so we got, actually got a lot of uh, more uh, superhero stuff this this past week because we also got the premiere of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was uh, hey. yeah, they get, <laughs> and it was nice. Is it like instead of Wandavision, which gave us two epi- two twenty minute episodes, this one gave us uh, like a forty minute first episode, and then we're gonna start right. with episode two, and uh, yeah, it it's it, so the first scene. Where, because I'll be honest, with Falcon, I was always kind of like, I don't know how you're going to make him all that cool. Like, he can fly. All right. He can fly with a, you know, with, with robot wings. I'm like, I don't know how you're going to make him all that great. That, now, the first scene where he's like flying through the canyon and he's trying to like help those soldiers and he's fighting his, George uh, St. Pierre. I'm like, okay, yeah. nope, I was wrong. I was incorrect. This is awesome. Uh, bad. Yeah. And I like, I like both Anthony Backey and Sebastian Stan. So, uh, you know. I was, I would, let's be honest, we're, we're all going to watch this no matter what. But they made Falcon so much cooler in the show than I think they've ever shown in the movies. Yeah, I mean, that said, have you seen the infamous GIF going around, if everyone remembering, where he drop kicks a helicopter? Who drop kicks a helicopter? <laughs> Falcon. No. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was in, a, I think it was the Winter Soldier movie. Uh, there's a scene where he's flying and then he, like, he puts his wings down and his body together, so he's like free falling feet first, as hard as he can, and just smacks into a helicopter and spins it in a tailspin, and then flies off. And you're like, "Oh, that's awesome! I, I didn't even notice that the first time." And it's been like trending on Reddit as a top ten GIF or something. Oh, and you're like, "Remember that. this time, guys!" And you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> that's really cool." Um, but anyway, yeah, no, 
you're right. I mean, he was awesome. I love the way that he uses that, uh, um, what do you call it, the, the drone? Uh, he has a name for it. It's what he called oh, uh, Red the real-life Falcon in the comics. Yeah, Red Wing. Real, like, yeah, and so that's that's been fun to see. Um, Bucky, seeing Bucky's great. And seeing Marvel flex their budget was fun mm-hmm. because that whole that opening scene, like you said, it almost remind, reminded me of A Team in a way. The opening scene where they like they have to catch the bad guys before they get to the border, mm-hmm. and then the uh, you know the other artillery is going to come take them down. And uh, but but man, man, the ability of him to fly in and out, chasing the people in the squirrel suits, like God, that was a lot of fun. And then the only thing even better was seeing the the flashback of uh, Bucky Barnes as Winter Soldier going through and just murdering. Yeah, people. that was awesome. <laughs> It was so well, and then he he fun. kills that innocent kid who just happens the wrong place, at the wrong time, and then you find out, oh, yeah. that's the he's hanging out with that guy's father now, and and it, I tell you what, Sebastian Stan's got the acting chops to kind of pull off that character. That's so he's got so many, he's got so much going on, but uh, and yeah. is still trying to be human. And you, Sebastian Stan's a really good actor, and so it, it worked that they got him to do that. Uh, we also yeah. saw at the end a glimpse of Wyatt Russell as the new Captain America. Yeah, we'll we'll find out a little more about that. That's that's interesting. But I really wanted what I want to dive in. What I loved about this show is this was so uh, Spider-Man like, and that we're going to follow them on more of a personal ground day to day level than we are all, the, all these other superheroes to the point where like. We're seeing we're seeing Falcon on a budget. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he, he doesn't get paid. <laughs> he doesn't get paid. What what is that? that which about? Is a, yeah, that's insane. Like he he works for the military. He should at least get like yeah, colonel money or something. Amount of money. Yeah, yeah, but but so his uh, how, oh so so this legacy deal is obviously going to be a big part of this. And they mentioned that word like three times in this. And what we get to see with Falcon at the beginning of the story arc in the pilot is that he's. He's been handed the, the shield, and he's like, "There's a legacy behind the shield." And Captain America is a big deal, and 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 it feels like he's like, "I haven't I haven't earned this yet." You know what I mean? So yeah. he, he gives it up right off the right off the bat. He's like, "I haven't earned this. This is a legacy that I can't handle, and all this kind of stuff." But then in the meantime, he's got his sister, and she's using her boat, which is their boat, mm-hmm. and their family boat, and their legacy. So he's going to. He's like, "I this I can control." I've got to work on my legacy, which I have worked for hard earning over the past. And now I got to get back into being and helping out again because I've left them to join the army or the military. Um, so he's got to go save this legacy. But at the end, you see a dude walk out in a Captain America uniform that also hasn't earned it. And what kind of feeling that would, must be for Mackie when he's or for uh, Falcon when he sees that on the screen, like, whoa, like I laid this down doing the honorable thing and this dude just picked it up. Who yeah. is this dude? Right, and you didn't earn it, and uh, so yeah, that's going to be really fun to watch. And then, and then Bucky Barnes, uh, my name is Earl, uh, <laughs> series where he's going to be going back and, and apologizing for all the things he did as a <laughs> yeah. As the and I like soldier. I like that scene where he's with the uh, therapist. I don't know who the therapist was, but she did a good job too. Uh, yeah, but that scene where he's like going to like the You're- first person, and he goes, and it looks like he's gonna. Assassinate this person, and he goes in, and he's like, "I want you to know that he has a heart to heart with him." Like, yeah. uh, and then has him arrested, and uh, I like that. Yeah, that was great. But uh, oh my god, the uh, 
you're a terrible therapist. That yeah. line was great. <laughs> She's like, what do you want? I want, I want you to be at peace. Oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a terrible therapist. <laughs> oh, that was great, though. And, and I love him uh, calling back to you. The only time in my life that I haven't been at war or woken up to fight was in Wakanda, where I got to have a, a little bit of peace, and I want that again. And, and, and again, this is going to be on such a personal level that we got to see a scene of just Bucky Barnes drinking a beer, playing some battleship. How fun was that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was really cool. And, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I can't wait to see where they go from here. It, it looks like a lot of fun. Well, so there's only six total episodes. We saw the first one. Um, and then the remaining five episodes, in both Emily Van Camp and Daniel Brule are listed as being in them. So we're going to get Sharon Carter and we're going to get Baron Zemo. So things should get real interesting real quick starting next episode. I mean, there's only six episodes. So they've got to get to this fast. Uh so it's, I think this episode kind of, I mean, it was a lot of action, but it still just kind of like led you into it. And then I think the remaining five are all going to have to be pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. They, they promised mountains of action in this one. And I mean, they delivered in the pilot. Mm-hmm. There was a ton. Like, it still crushed you that it was over in 40 minutes. But my God, I mean, they packed a lot into that short yeah. time frame, and that, and setting up this new Splinter Cell group of whatever the heck they are. <laughs> yeah, the, the hand, the hand, we'll call them. I forget. It yeah, I'm not sure what they are either. Yeah, but they were they were really cool, and that was a great setup where he just like tells them to put all put on the masks and then run. Yeah. Like, ooh, ooh, fun. That's that's cool. Oh, flag uh, smashers. That's what they're called, which is a terrible name. <laughs> Who? Is it Flag Smashers, I think was the name of the, the terrorist Yeah, group? and I think they were a major part of the comics, and so people are excited about it, but I don't know who yeah, they are. Yeah, I don't remember right. that. That's, That's a terrible crazy. name. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. But, um, no, it's off to a great start. Um, looking forward to where it goes. And, uh, yeah, it's Marvel, you know, they just don't disappoint. They just keep doing do good no stuff. So, yeah, I have no problem with that. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention last is... Um, on what we're watching is I watched so I finally watched the first episode of The Crown uh yeah looks good wow yeah I know the derailment uh <laughs> I, I'm going to, I, I'm just just want to throw in that I've seen I, I have started it after much deliberation uh, so I watched the first episode no, I'm going to try and watch some more of that that's it that's all I got someone's in a relationship uh, uh, no I watched that one by myself <laughs> uh, no that one's one I've been wanting to, I actually wanted to watch with that I watched that one by myself and I don't know. I think I don't. I don't know. Understand why that one's about like a relationshipy kind of one. That one just seems like it's just historical. It's, it's just a lack of action, and and it's a, it's a whole lot about feelings. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, I I, I joke with an amazing cast. Don't you be smirk, Olivia Colman. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I watch those all those kinds of things all the time, and I've watched a little bit of The Crown. But to be totally honest with you, the only reason I didn't watch more is my wife ran away with it. I, I left for like. Work one day, came back. She's like, took the day off, saw it all. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I didn't see any anymore with her, but uh, didn't care enough to watch it on my own. But, oh, uh, I'm intrigued. I, I liked the first one. And I'm going to stick with it at least for no, I don't the foreseeable you. future. But all right, that'll wrap up what we're watching.